This is Tuesday Davening. The final part of the blessings that we say in regards to Torah learning is a blessing that's said by each person who gets an Aliyah. And we say this each morning in our brachot. Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed are you our God, L'Kena Malach Olam, King of the Universe, Shabbat Harbanu Mikol Amim, who chose us from amongst all nations. Chose us for what? And he gave us his Torah. Baruch Hashem, blessed are you, God. Noten HaTorah. He who gives the Torah. Not he who gave the Torah, but he who gives the Torah. So there are a few points worth exploring over here. Number one, that when we say we're the chosen people, we're chosen for what? We're chosen for the obligation. We're chosen to do. We're chosen to study. We're chosen to take responsibility. We're not chosen to just be put on a pedestal. Number two, <clears throat> that we're grateful for that choice. Unlike Tevya in Fiddler on the Roof who says, God, can you choose somebody else? We're saying thank you for the choice. Each person that gets an aliyah and each of us each morning comes and says, I'm grateful that you chose us. Baruch Hashem, thank you. Blessed are you, God, for doing that. Which is something worth reflecting on. What energy is there at home, in your home, regarding being Jewish? Is it a privilege? Is it a duty? Is it a nuisance? Is it anecdotal? Oh, by the way, you know, we're, we're decent Americans, South Africans, Australians, Israelis, and yeah, we also happen to be Jewish. Just, you know, it's a small factor of our universe. You know, we'll uh, make sure that there'll be somebody to bury us, etc. What what role does Judaism and its focus get in your life? And finally, the point of Baruch Hashem, blessed are your God, notena Torah, that God is giving the Torah. He's not gave it. It's not past tense. It's present tense. God is giving the Torah. Why? Because Torah is not a story of 3,000 years ago. Torah is a story of now. It's a cute story. I've shared it before, not on this platform, that kind of exemplifies how our attitude should be for the currency of Torah. Not currency as in the monetary currency, but rather how current it is. So the story goes about a certain fellow in Russia who makes a deal with a wagon driver and says, listen, if you get me to the fair in the main city in a week, then I'll pay you 10 ruble. But if you don't get there in time, you'll pay me 50 for the loss that I have for not making it to the fair in time. The wagon driver was a simpleton. He says, yeah, sure, absolutely. Problem is, Russian weather is not, especially during the winter, is not exactly predictable. They get stuck in the mud, and they get stuck in the snow, and they get snowed out, and they arrive to the fair too late. So the businessman turns to the wagon driver and says, give me the 50 ruble. (laughs) The guy says, nope, not a chance. Let's go to the rabbi. Fine, let's go to the rabbi. They come to the rabbi of the village, And the rabbi looks at the wagon driver and says, Is it true that you committed to pay 50 ruble if you don't come by this and this date? Yes, rabbi, 
So then you have to pay. Says who? What do you mean says who? Says the Torah. Which Torah? Says, what do you mean? The Torah that God gave at Sinai. So the fellow looks at uh, the rabbi and says, listen, when was the Torah given? In the summertime. Where? In the desert. June in the desert of Sinai. If God had given the Torah in winter in Russia, he would have said something very different. <laughs> What's the message over here? The message is that Torah is not written for, you know, the desert in June. Torah is written for your life. Your sophisticated, classy life. Your challenging life. Your gorgeous life. Whatever life you have. Truth is, many of us have all of the above all mixed together in one big chalant. That life of yours, God comes and says, Noten HaTorah. The Torah is there for you.